car. Take a short break. The Gemara says with regards to Moshe Rabbeinu, thank you. The Gemara says with regards to Moshe Rabbeinu, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on Zion Oder, on the seventh day of Oder. Now, when you look in the Chumash, it doesn't say specifically Moshe Rabbeinu died, passed away in Zion Oder, but there's a calculation made because when you calculate when the Yidin went into Eretz Yisrael after they mourned for, uh, for Moshe Rabbeinu, so it turns out it was the seventh day of Oder. But then the Gemara also says that Moshe Rabbeinu was also born on the seventh day of Oder. And how do we know that? And the Gemara brings down a Pasik which states that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Memalish Nesem Shal Tzadikim. That Hashem fills the years of the Tzadikim, which means that every day that Hashem has given them, they utilize it to the fullest extent. So therefore, a Tzadik passes away on the exact same day, like Moshe Rabbeinu, he passed away exactly on the day that he was born. That means to say that he completed everything that he needed to do, and he finished the cycle, finished the year, and on the day that he was born, that's the same day that he passed away. Now, of course, we have many great tzaddikim and many holy people and righteous people who we don't find this, that they passed away on the day they were born. That doesn't take away from their greatness or from their righteousness, but nevertheless, there is something unique about when you see that a great tzaddik who passes away on the same day that he was born, it says something unique about that particular tzaddik. So I'm talking tonight is Tess Kislev, the ninth day of Kislev, and the Mittler Rebbe, Mittler Rebbe means in Yiddish, Mittler means the middle. The middle Rebbe was a name that stuck to the second Chabad Rebbe. His name was Reb Duber, and he was the son of the Alter Rebbe. Alter Rebbe in Yiddish, Alter means the older Rebbe. During the time of the third Lubavitch Rebbe, the Tzamach Tzedek, Rebbe Nachem Mendel, so this was the name that stuck them. There was the present Rebbe, that was the Tzamach Tzedek. The middle Rebbe was the Reb Duber. And the Alter Rebbe, the old Rebbe, was Reb Shneir Zalman. So the name the middle Rebbe stuck to, the middle Rebbe stuck to Reb Duber. And Reb Duber, his, it's interesting that you see openly the same idea like we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, that he passed away and he was born on the same day, the day of Tes Kislev. On the ninth day of Kislev, he was born. And on the ninth day of Kislev, he passed away. So I think you just want to give over a short vort in the name of the Balha Hilula, and especially to commemorate his yardsight in a way of giving over a word of his Torah. So he, he speaks about the Posik in Tehillim, in which we say, This was a Posik that David Amelech said. In regards, as you know that David HaMelech had a very difficult life and he was always chased and he was always haunted sometimes by his own family members, his own children sometimes were after him, but his whole life was such that he had a lot of trouble and he had to wage war. And in this particular Pasik, David HaMelech says, Podo, that Hashem redeemed, Nafshi, my soul, Besholem, in a peaceful way he redeemed. What does it mean he redeemed my soul in a peaceful way? So he says, and he says, Mikrovli, 
krav today in Hebrew, in the modern Hebrew, a krav means a war. When you wage a war, it's called a krav. That's a, a, a battle. It's called a krav. So he says, Hashem has saved my soul with peace from the battle that I had. And he says, that because, as Rashi says, to the seeing type of it, types of there, a little different. Rashi says that Berabim, even my enemies, the people that were on the other side, essentially they were praying for my victory. But basically, the verse is saying, David Amelech is saying that Hashem redeemed him in peace. Which, by the way, it so happens that the uh, previous, the Mittler Rebbe was also imprisoned. And he miraculously was also saved. That's tomorrow. That's Yud Kislev, the tenth day of Kislev. And it's actually in the Chabad tradition that we don't say Tachanon. Tomorrow we won't say Tachanon in the Chabad tradition. But he had passed away. So it was, a great, it was going to be a great celebration on the tenth day of Kislev the following year because he was miraculously saved. And he was let out of prison and he was... Uh, they, they put him in prison, maybe we'll talk tomorrow a little more, because they sort of said that he was supporting, he was collecting tzedakah for people in, in Israel. And in Israel, at the time, they were under the, uh, under the Tur- Turkish uh, Empire at the time, under the Sultan, and they uh, were at odds with the, with the Tsar, and uh, they were sort of claiming that the tzedakah money that they were raising was sort of supporting a government which wasn't friendly, was in, uh, against the Tsar, and they exaggerated the numbers over there. But anyways, miraculously he was saved. But it happened, so the next year they wanted to make this a celebration. But what happened was, he passed away just a day shy before. He passed away on the 9th of Kislev. So when it came, the 10th day of Kislev, um, so they couldn't celebrate. So, but later on, eventually, they, they celebrated it. But he, he said, explaining the Pasuk of Pada B'Sholim Nafshi, which was also the verse that his father, the Alter Rebbe, said, Rabbi Shneir Zalman, when he was released to prison. So he says like this, just so be kitzer, because it's a shorter time here. So he says, what does it mean, krav, a war, a, a battle? One would think a battle is not something... Krav means close. Uh, a korev, a relative is called a kra, a korev is called close. Krav, a battle, would seem you're waging a war. What, why is this called, why is a battle called krav? Why is that called close? When you're a battle, it seems to be like you're fighting, that it's against, it's not close. And he explains that the idea of a, of a war is what you're trying to do is you're trying to conquer the enemy. You're not just trying, I mean, today we have all kinds of, of mechanism in which we don't have to put any boots on the ground and we just shoot them up from the remotely with all kinds of toys. But the way to conquer the place, and they know it also, that you have to actually go into the ground. If you want to conquer the people, you have to go down there. There's no other way to do that. I mean, if you want to just shoot them up a little bit or, uh, or cause uh, some damage, you can do that. But the bottom line is that you have to go in. Why? Because you want to conquer them. So you've got to be close to them in order to conquer them. Of course, we're not talking here about battles of wars in the simple sense. We're talking about we have our own little battles. Because we have our own Yitzhahara in ourselves. 
So the thing is, we got to engage our Yetzir Hara because as we say in the prayer that we love God as the Chazal tell us, we have to love Hashem with all of our inclinations, with the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir Hara. So we got to get everybody involved. In order to get our physical, our animal soul, the part, our human part in us, is a battle because he's lazy, it doesn't want to, it's, it's a difficult job. So the way to get yourself is you have to engage. You have to engage, you have to have a krav, you have to have a, a battle. The time of davening is called the time of battle also in the Zoyar. It calls the shas sloisa shas krova. The time of davening is the time of battle. It's a time of battle to overcome and to get that also your body and also your animal soul should sort of be so inspired by your spirituality that they too should go along, that it should be that you should serve Hashem fully. But that is a way that when you have to battle, that's a way of a tefillah during the davening is which you get fired up like that. But then there's other ways, as he explains over there, there's ways that through Torah, sometimes the way to overwin the enemy is by flooding with so much uh, spirituality that you don't even have to wage war. You sort of knock them out. Like, it's with such an overwhelming power, like they stormed the shores with such overwhelming force that it wasn't even necessary to start sort of engaging in battle. You just overpower them. So sometimes... There is a way of bringing down, and that comes from a deeper level of the soul. And there's even a higher level of that, but I guess it gets a little more complicated. But this is from a mimer that the Mittler Rebbe wrote. But the bottom line is, it's a incumbent uh, upon all of us to go ahead and refine ourselves, to work with our natural instincts, with our natural tendencies, to not to allow them to sort of take hold of us, but to rather try to work with our midos, try to work with our character, try to become better and holier and closer to Hashem by having our Yetzir Tov, having our good, our Neshama, our Nefesh Lekis, do what's right. And hopefully, if we can actually get also uh, the Nefesh Abahamis, the other side involved, we actually can gain the force from all sides and together we can strengthen ourselves in the service of Hashem. May the memory and the blessings of the special day of the Mittler Rebbe and his devotion to Torah and Yiddishkeit and, and Hasidus and inspiration to Klal Yisrael be a good time for us to sort of connect in our own way, in our own service to Hashem, strengthen ourselves, give each other chizuk, and hopefully by doing enough of the right things we'll actually to the coming of Mashiach and where all the righteous people and all Amach Yisrael will get up with Chis and we'll hope that this will happen with Korach Mamash.